through the generations. From the baby boomers to Gen X to Gen Y. It's time to take a leap into the mind of today's youth with What's Making News with Gen Z. It is time to head into the brain of Gen Z and find out what's going on and what's making news in their world. Good morning and welcome, Elizabeth Blacksland. Good morning. How are you this morning, I'm Tracy? good, thank you. I'm very pleased. It's Thursday and uh, the holidays are coming. I'm quite excited. They are. They are just around the corner. They are. They are. There's, uh, yeah, an hour and 20 minutes to go. Woohoo! Not that I'm excited at all. Not that I'm excited. I love what I do. I love what I do. Now, I have to say, one of the movies that you recommended a, uh, a couple of months ago, Red Panda, I had the chance to watch it last night with, uh, with Miss 14. It was fabulous. I really enjoyed it. And the messages in there were just great. Yeah, Turning Red, it is, it's fantastic. Um, when we talked about it, actually, I hadn't actually seen it because the trailer had only just, uh, well, it had only just come out. But, yes, no, I watched it a few weeks ago and there were tears shed. It's just <laughs> <I> beautiful. <definitely laughs> yeah, no, it, it's really, really good. Bryce and I watched it together. Um, and it's a fabulous movie. I would recommend that everyone, no matter what age, um, sit down and watch it. It's yeah, it's fantastic. It's got so many fabulous messages in it. You know, I, I love the fact that you know it's got <laughs> parents are fallible. I think is one of the the big messages in there that you know we're not perfect. Um, I just uh, embracing your emotions, embracing who you truly are. It it really is a great movie for the whole family. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, I read an article recently actually about how there's been more Disney and Pixar movies um, coming out recently where, you know, the the parents are kind of seen as these regular normal people characters, um, which is, you know, something, it's it's, re- it's a really good change to be seeing. And yeah, the movie's fabulous. I'm, I'm a bit obsessed with it and I'm a bit obsessed with Four Count as well. They're kind of, my inner boy band heart is... Um, <laughs> no, that, that was that hilarious. Yes, there is, there is a boy band featured in this movie and uh, it actually features... Features uh, Billy Eilish's brother. He's yes. uh, he's part of it as well. Yes. Yeah, so um, Billy Eilish and her brother Phineas um, they wrote all the four town songs for the movie, which I also saw an interview with them saying it was just the most fun they've ever had in a while because they were just able to write these fun kind of nineties um, boy band songs. Um, but funnily enough, Billy Eilish and Phineas are performing at Coachella. Um, and there's rumours that they might actually be getting um, the other guys who voice the other four town characters to come and perform at Coachella, which is super oh, fun. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I we had some fun with that last night, you know, Mia saying, oh, they're very One Direction. And I said, no, 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 they're very New Kids on the Block. And she had yep. no idea who I was talking about, or who New Kids yep. on the Block were. It's, yeah, it was quite uh, quite funny. It really was. Now, you've got another movie for me that uh, that is coming out. I do. Um, it's out today, actually. So if anyone wants to head to the movies tonight after listening to this, feel free. Um, but it's the latest um, movie from the um, film studio A24. Now, if people aren't familiar with A24, they're a very big um, American film studio and they're extremely, extremely popular with Gen Z and have a bit of a cult following that they've developed over the last few years. Um, and they're very well known for their kind of experimental movies and their kind of art style films, um, most well known for um, Hereditary and um, uh, Midsummer, Ladybird, these kind of like different kind of indie films. Mm. Um, but they have just released Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> 
um, of a movie title. Um, but yeah, it's been one of the most highly anticipated movies of this year. The trailer dropped a few months ago and it already has 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez, that's impressive, isn't it? Extremely, yeah. So it stars um, Michelle Yeoh, who is the very, very famous actress, mm. um, and other act, um, actors such as um, James Hong and Jamie Lee Curtis. I lo- um, love a movie with Jamie Lee Curtis in it. You can yes. never go wrong. Exactly. She's fabulous. Um, so the film is, it's a bit of a sci-fi adventure, but it um, takes place in this kind of like interdimensional rapture, <laughs> which is a bit of an okay. interesting... Yeah, so if we kind of think of uh, Marvel uh, multiverse kind of uh, stream, that kind of similar um, idea. And so it's all about the, the character of Evelyn Wang, and she has to kind of find these powers to fight this bizarre, um, interesting uh Multiverse and um, the fate of the world hangs in hangs in the balance of her trying to save save the universe from this weird thing. It's great, isn't it? At the moment, there is so much sci-fi out there which has us battling interdimensional and uh, multiverse demons and uh, and evil characters. It's it's prevalent throughout all of our movies at the moment. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. And I mean, if you watch the trailer, she plays, I think it's at least five or six different characters throughout the movie. And they're all from these different multiverses, which is like, it must be so, so fun as an actor to be able to do this movie, these movies and kind of play these completely different characters and, you know, different costumes and all this kind of stuff. And we've got a bit of, you know, classic um martial arts and you know hollywood movie stars and all these different ones so yeah it looks very good i'll be i'll definitely be heading to the movie sometime this week to try well, and catch it the fact that it's got jamie lee curtis in it i think will certainly cover uh, a lot of demographics so it uh, it is out today across the country so if you're looking for something to go and watch this easter long weekend go and have a look at uh, everything everywhere all at once wow that is a long title isn't it it is now i'm very scared i'm very very scared apparently the early 2000s are coming back you can't be serious. Yeah, I know. And I mean, look, I, I won't lie, I'm not the biggest fan. Um, over the last few months, we've seen a bit of a, a bit of a surge in, in fashion trends um, with some kind of, you know, micro mini skirts and <sighs> low-rise pants coming back, which I am very much staunch against. <laughs> Pull your pants <laughs> up. Pull your underpants up. <laughs> um, but it's kind of sparked this conversation about how, you know, fashion trends and trends in general have kind of changed exponentially over the last, you know, decade with the influence of of social media. Um, I know particularly, you know, when I was young, trends came from television, they came from magazines, and those were pretty much the only places you saw them. Mm. It wasn't, you know, but these days you can go on Twitter, you can go on Instagram, and you can see what, you know, celebrities and top models were wearing minutes before you logged on. It's like, you know, you get that instant gratification. Um, And it's kind of all playing into this conversation of, you know, we know that we are have a society of overconsumption. It, it is a major problem, particularly when it comes to clothing um, and fast fashion. Um, and it's like, you know, this, this social media is a, a big factor in this. And are we just kind of playing into it and feeling pressure to keep up with these it girl trends? And the it girl trends, you can't always achieve what they're trying to make you achieve you know it just it gives unfair body issues to uh to young girls you know it it makes it makes parents feel like they've always got to keep up to date with what the kids are doing and and the biggest thing as you said you know these these cheap shops where you can go and you can but you know buy a a shirt for for eight dollars it's just it's not the way to be going and you guys are so environmentally aware yet you are massive over consumers of fast fashion 
Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, uh, as I've gotten older, I've tried to be a bit more conscious of, of the clothes that I'm consuming and buying a bit more consciously, but that, that costs money and it is not realistic for every single mm. person to be going out and purchasing something, you know, for no whatever lie, a few hundred dollars hoping that it will last them a few years. That's not, not you know, viable for every single person. I think there needs to be, you know, a big overhaul when it comes to this kind of fast fashion in making you know, um, more environmentally conscious fashion um, available to Mm. people, you know, in all different um, brackets of life. Well, we had to go and buy a new pair of of shoes yesterday, $160 for a new pair of Converse. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, she'll have those for the next year or so but you know she's still a growing growing young woman um and you'll have to buy some new ones in the next few years and you hope eventually maybe she'll stop growing (laughs) and not to mention you know they're canvas they're not leather you know it's it's all of those things that uh you know they they are turnoverable you know like it's not something that you're going to hang on to you know i've got i've got some rm williams that i've had for uh i think at least have to be at least eight years i've had these rms yeah they cost me 450 odd dollars when i bought them but i've still got them your generation does not do that. No, exactly. And I mean, I think it's just, we've grown up in this society, you know, Kmart, Big W, all mm. these different places that are right at our fingertips. Um, and that's what we've grown up around. That's what we're used to. We're not used to having an item of clothing that we can, you know, it gets a hole, you get it fixed, mm. or it's a little bit big for you, you can get it taken out or taken in. You know, that's not something no, you that we... throw it out. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I recently found out that someone I know just throws their clothes in the bin when they um, are no longer using them, which is oh, no. the worst thing that you mm. can possibly do. That's, <laughs> please, that's please, awful. Yeah, please no one ever throw, throw your clothes in the bin. Just donate them or, you know, research yeah. the best places to take them to. So how um, do we change that? Because as I said, you guys are so environmentally aware. You You know everything that's going on, yet you do do this. Not to mention the sweatshops and every everything, you know, the whole chain that this fast fashion comes from. How do we make this change when Instagram has uh, has all of these ideals you have to live up to? Yeah, and I mean, I think we kind of talk, it comes up every single week, Tracy. We talk about it a lot. It's it's the education element of it and educating people into knowing how to look after these things. But again, it's a it's a money aspect. I know that not everyone can go out and buy a four hundred and fifty dollars mm. pair of R M Williams that will last them for ten years. That's not feasible. So realistically, it's up to these big companies and corporations to be more conscious of what they're doing environmentally and you know. Do they need to do an over well we know that there needs to be an overhaul of sweatshops that is not ethical in any way shape or form um you know everyone deserves to be in a good working environment with good wages um so yeah i mean it's it's up to those big companies and it is also up to the education system and people and parents to be educating their children on these things here here now as usual god bless you you've got another mar- how do you continue to come up with these new marvel things seriously <laughs> I know you're going to start thinking I'm making them up. I am going to start thinking you're making them up. It's just crazy. But we've got Ms. Marvel. Has uh, The series has dropped, has it? Or the trailer, uh, sorry. The trailer, trailer has dropped, yeah. Yes. So the series comes out in June. So we've got a little bit to wait, um, early June. Um, but it's kind of, last week we were talking about Mood Night. So it is another another older um, Marvel cartoon uh, comics character, um, which they're turning into a series. But she, it's a bit of a different one because she's a young um, high school student, which is quite exciting. That is. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we've had our Spider-Mans and, and, you know, our classic high school um, kind of 
um, superheroes, but she's a bit of a different one. So the trailer for Miss Marvel, I think it came out a couple of weeks ago, um, but it follows the the series follows Kamala, who's a superhero. She's a massive superhero fan, and she's particularly a big fan of Captain Marvel. So hence the hence the Miss Marvel um, title. Um, and her life takes a bit of a she doesn't really fit into school, and you know sometimes she doesn't feel like she fits in at home, and she's kind of trying to find herself another turning red kind of. Um, similar storyline um but she yeah eventually gets these superpowers which completely change her life but the trailer looks really really interesting we kind of get glimpses into comic book pages that come up in the in the um trailer and also glimpses into Kamala's life as a Muslim woman which is something we really haven't seen a lot in in Marvel no we haven't which is which is fantastic now it is an animated uh, series this one it's not a real life person no, it's a bit of a mix. So it is live action, but there are some comic um, elements to it we've seen in the trailer. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how much they kind of bring into the actual series, whether it's a bit of a 50-50 or yeah. kind of or um, it's gonna her be. imagination mm. or, you know, what it'll be. I'm, I'm really intrigued. I'm quite excited. Yeah, I agree with you. I tried to watch that Moon – what's it called again? Moon Knight? Yes. Yes. I tried to watch Moon Knight and I just – I felt it was a little bit dark for probably where I was on that day. Um, you know, I went – uh, no, no, I don't think I'll just watch another episode of the Vampire Diaries again, <laughs> which make which sounds ridiculous. But yeah, Moon Knight is very dark, isn't it? It is a bit dark. Yeah, it's definitely got some interesting, um, you know, features in it in terms of you know the pretty uh, um, depictions of mental health and mm. some other bits and pieces. So I de- definitely watch it on a day where you're not yeah. feeling too down. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it makes you feeling exceptional. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely different. I'm I'm kind of liking this darker um, kind of um, avenue that Marvel's going on. We've kind of seen it a little bit in the WandaVision series and in the Loki series. There's been little glimpses of it, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. It really is. Now, to finish off today, you've got some new music from Spacey Jane. We do, a little Aussie band. We love some Aussie music. So Spacey Jane has released a new single um, called It's Been a Long Day, which I've been listening to on repeat. It's been on repeat in the car driving around the last couple of days. Um, But yeah, so this is the first release they've um, dropped since 2020. So it's been a little while. Um, But they've dropped a short EP. So this features on an EP of the same name with three other songs. Um, And it's good. It's a bit of a slow burner, but I'm, I'm really into it. It's nice. Sounds good. I think we will give that one a roll. Have a lovely Easter long weekend, won't you? Stay safe out there and go and see lots of movies. I will, of course. Eat lots of chocolate. Exactly. That's the main thing. (laughs) That's the main thing. Darily Nugo egg. That's the only egg you have for Easter. Oh, yep, okay. <laughs> that's it. Don't, don't, yep. Don't, I don't have anything else. I, when they start to come on sale in, you know, they, they start to be there, I just grab one and then I'll grab another one. And yeah, I'm already eating them. Nice. Nice. <laughs> bit, like the, bit like the hot cross buns. Thank you, my friend. You have a lovely, lovely long weekend and we'll catch up next week. You too. See you, Tracy. Thank you. Bye. This is the new track from Spacey Jane. You're with Tracy on Newcastle Live. It's been a long day and I don't feel like talking. in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.